What's up, everybody? Welcome to Words of Wisdom Podcast, where we're wild with wisdom from all walks of life. I'm Jennifer Brienne, and I serve as your podcast host to bring words, voice, language, and freedom to your world. It's Wednesday, so let's wise up and talk about communication and instruction and their many facets in our lives. What's up, everybody? I hope you're having an amazing, awesome, beautiful, fantastic, magnificent, amazing Wednesday. Um, I hope that your day is going better than you expected and that you've tuned in to learn about impact. Um, so let me give you a little backstory so that you know, you know, what we're talking about here. And before I get into that, if this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much for tuning into my podcast. I appreciate you. If you find that this is a podcast that you like, give me a like, a rating, a review. Let somebody know, tell a friend and tell a friend to tune in so that we can all discuss it together. Leave me a voice message or email me, connect with me on social media. All of that will be in the description box so that I don't have to list all of those wonderful sites and places where you can contact me. But I love to get to know you, know your story, know your why, and uh, figure out how we can be better together in the world. If you are returning, thank you so much. You are the reason why I continue forward. So if there's anything that you would like me to discuss or share or uh, go over on the podcast just let me know I'm open to receiving um topics and sometimes I take them sometimes I don't but I won't know until I know what you want to talk about but today we're focusing on impact um if you don't know I have a prison ministry called pins to prison and essentially I have a a, a a community of writers that gather together that write uh, prisoners. There are uh, people who uh, highly correspond. They do like mid correspondence. And then there's this thing called low correspondence where they don't have like a large writing load. We do different events throughout the year where we get together. We blitz the prison at various times. And um, even though I've orchestrated this uh, mechanism to serve prisoners with life, hope, salvation and prayers, I too continue to write prisoners. I don't just kind of sit back and, you know, do operational administrative things. I still write the prisoners that I've wrote from the beginning. And as a matter of fact, sometimes when um, new prisoners, uh, we get their information and we connect with them somehow, um, I typically send the first letter that they get. And so for a while until they're reassigned, I correspond with them. So at any given time, I could be pinning between six to eight prisoners. And that may not sound like a lot, but once you get into the level of relationship, I mean, they'll send you between six to eight page sometimes I've gotten 10 and 12 page letters and um so out of courtesy of course you respond and so it can be you know time consuming but this is not in any shape or form or fashion a complaint because I have seen God tremendously transform others lives with this ministry but I am wanting you to understand like the experiences of a writer in this community just in case you want to be one you can do that on my website but also so that you understand what we're talking about today so one of the people that I'm writing um, one of the prisoners that I write I was asked a question that really made me stop and think um, one of the, the questions I was asked and I'm reading it is right here. It said, when did you first realize you had such an impact on people? And then he goes on to explain that he's not talking specifically about my writing ability, but that he's referring to my ability to touch people in a way that leaves a powerful and beautiful impression on them of myself on them. He then references um, James 1.17 that discusses how every good and perfect gift comes from above and the letter goes on. But um, as I read that question, um, I had to stop and think. 
because I, I kind of felt like he was putting me in a position um, to almost humble brag, you know, uh, you know, well, tell me how you're good at what you do. And and that's kind of one of those really good interview questions that I really wasn't prepared to answer in a letter. As a matter of fact, that's not what we were talking about. It was just a natural curiosity of his. And so, you know, I stopped to ponder on it. And more than that, I stopped because I needed to figure out what my answer was. And so I had to break down his question and maybe I shouldn't have thought about it this deeply, but I wanted to give an adequate answer. So I start reviewing my life and I start reviewing my interactions with people. I start reviewing um, times that I've been in leadership roles, times where I've been in places where people needed, you know, transformation or people had a need of any sort. And the, the role that I played in either fulfilling that need or getting that need met or connecting them with someone or some resource or something that could uh, afford that need to be met. And so uh, once one uh, consistent thing that I found throughout all of that was an ability to lead. I recognized that I had an ability to lead back when I played ball. Um, when I say ball, I mean basketball. Back um, on the court, off the court, um, I've just have always been a leader. I've always been pushed to be in leadership positions, and then I've gotten comfortable in my ability to lead. And so from there, um, I would sign up for and take on leadership tasks. And so it wasn't taxing. It wasn't uh, burdensome. Uh, it was enjoyable. It felt like I was in my rightful place. Now, I understand that everyone is not a front forward leader, meaning that they're not always, you know, on the front of the scenes, their name's not on the head of the project, but they may be, you know, at the back of at the back of the stage, making all of the things operate or uh, making the engine go, if you will, um, or the brains behind the system. And I've been in both roles, but he was asking a deeper question. Like after you've been in that position or after you put yourself in a position to be of aid, how do you impact people? And I think that we have to begin thinking about what impact means to us. And so then I began thinking about like, okay, after I've done the leadership work and the leadership component, what makes that role, what makes that function impactful? And one simple thing that it comes down to for me is communication. I have been able to communicate to people. I've been able to motivate them to, you know, touch the line when they're running this sprints or to get in the gym, getting up extra shots or to, um, have compassion on a prisoner so that they take a time out of their day, take two minutes out of the day to write a letter or to form a relationship with someone they never met before. That takes a different type of motivation. That takes a level of inspiration. Um, and it also takes a clear agenda. I mean, I, I'm not like an interior motive kind of person where I wasn't clear on, you know, what it is that I wanted out or from the person. And so it, that boils down to communication for me. Even even though I had that moment for me, it's it's time for you to decide, like, not only how will you impact people, but what tools, what what places in life, what will you use to impact others? How will you impact and generate um, a difference in the lives of other people? And that is a really big question. Like, if you can find out what that answer looks like, I mean, you are on a track to literally change your life and also change the world because... Um, everybody has a need. I always tell my mentees, I always tell people around me, like you will never live in a world that doesn't have a need. So if you're just saying, oh, I want to go to college to help people, or I just want to live my life to help people, that's too broad. Because everybody in every place of the world and every walk of life needs help of some sort. Whether it's as simple as getting help walking across the street, getting help with their mental conditions, getting help with their physical conditions, getting help with managing their money, getting help with bringing their marriage back to life. Everybody in some way, shape, form, or fashion needs help. 
So how will you, with your unique skill set, with your unique abilities, with your desires, with the things that you're passionate about, with the things that you um, like to do, not the things that you're forced to do, but the things that you truly, genuinely enjoy, like how will you use those things to formulate a mission, uh, your personal mission for this world to impact the lives of others? And I know that I'm asking a lot of questions today, um, whereas I'm normally a bit more instructional and a little more, okay, well, you know, step one or tip one. But I really wanted to just be a little bit more conversational because it's it's really um, it's a really a lot more profound if you really concretely answer the question. A lot of questions that I'm asking, um, a lot of people leave to be rhetorical. For instance, in this in this letter, he gave me the option to reply. And he said, if your response is left open, that's fine. And you know, a lot of like big life meaningful questions, we tend to leave rhetorical, we tend to leave to the speaker, like right now, you know, you're listening to me. And, um, you know, you might say, Oh, wow, yeah, that's good. Like that feels good to think about or Oh, that's rich. And you know, but you don't actually take your mind to thinking about the depth and the breadth of that actual question. So um, let this replay, replay it if you have to, but replay it in your mind so that you can formulate the answer. Because the answer that you want, the answer that you're seeking is is the answer in the impact that you want to create and how you want to do it. Um, a lot of people when we're having conversations of like these, they really search for purpose. They're really searching for their grand purpose. They're really searching for the thing that they've been called to do. Um, you know, the greater meaning of life and how they fit into this world and what that means for everyone around them or the people that they're supposed to get around so that they can impact. But I think impact is the measurable outcome of your purpose. How much, how many, you know, those are the quantitative questions of life that allow us to put a number to or a measure to, if you will, how much and how great of an impact we have um, influenced the world with the things that we decide to use and the mechanisms by which we decide to go. This is an example. We can measure um, Martin Luther King's impact. We can measure Martin Luther King's influence. We can see that he was able to go into many different sectors by leading his marches and by being a strong activist based on the amount of lives he changed, based on the laws that were different, based on the course of life and his legacy that's still continuing to beat throughout um, the American streets. Like There are different ways we could quantify his impact. But what ways can we quantify your impact? I mean, just like our example, Martin Luther King, are you sure of who your audience is? Are you sure of who the people that you need around you to rally around this vision to either be moral or emotional support or actually be boots on the ground with you in the trenches um, with their expertise and their knowledge to change the area that you're in? Um, Furthermore, let me just do a little sidebar right here. One of the main things, the main components of impact that I think everyone needs to know is that the the basis of impact is change. Because right now we're talking real optimistic, you know, real strongly positive, but impact can also be negative. I mean, for instance, the impact of inflation, like it's very negative. There's a large influx and inflation happens like uh, that's not good. You know, we can talk about impact in negative ways. The impact of chemotherapy on the cancer patient's body, that impact is not positive. It's not feel well to the patient. It's not a a peaceable, um, like 
rosy process. You know, so again, there are different types of impact. And right now we're trying to get those positive measurable outcomes. We want to see something change and we want to see something change and we want to see it change for the better. We don't want to just, just settle with things being, um, a little bit better like no no no. we want that magnificent that awe inspiring that next generation change right like that's what everyone typically wants deep down in their hearts but they don't always know how to get there um and so going back to my original point of we can quantitatively measure a change. We can quantitatively measure impact and we want to see those things grow. Whatever we put our minds to, whatever we put our hands to, we want to see that thing change for the better. Um, Right now, I'm working on uh, a research project in one of the local uh, middle schools here in my city. And one of the things that we have to do is we have to show up once a week and we have to collect this data and we have to do training and instruction. And I mean, they're middle schoolers. So, of course, we have to deal with, you know, phones being out and people talking back and attitudes and hungry for lunch and short attention spans. But more than any of that, once we get past all of the stuff along the way, once we see their face light up because we taught them how to do something they never thought they could do that makes it all worth it and so I think once we're talking in this conversation of purpose of changing of impact like what's the end goal like for you what makes it intrinsically worth it for some people it's money you know for some people to go all the way up to the top of their company to be the CEO or the COO it's the money like to be able to live at that fi- that place of financial freedom um it's the money for some people I, I got money or or I don't require much, so I don't need a lot of money. So it's not the money. But what is it for you? You know, um, my Bible tells me, be it unto you. Like, what is it for you? For me, um, and as far as my purpose goes, I like seeing people have the words that unlocks their freedom in whatever way that they need to be free. For instance, these middle schoolers, they need the language of coding to access something that they didn't know that they were able to do. They need to be able to talk in this language and operate in the language of these instructions so that they can do something that they never thought that they would ever be able to do, that they didn't know that they had the power to do. That is freedom for me. That is powerful for me. That is intrinsically rewarding for me. That is a motivator for me to get up and say, okay, these girls are looking at me. You know, these girls need somebody who say, hey, I did it. You can do it. And not someone on TV, not someone on Instagram who has a thousand million, you know, followers who they'll never meet a day in their life. Like, no, they need a real life example right before them. And I can show up every week, once a week and be that for them, you know, for me, communication kind of like mayonnaises over every single area to get down to the words that people need to either release or have defined so that they can walk another level of freedom, giving those words a voice and giving that voice, setting it in the context of a language unlocks freedom. For me, again, that is intrinsically warm and intrinsically rewarding for me. And it's also like one of the greatest blessings that I can see for other people. It's the tool that I have to, to work to getting those words or to providing those words or exposing them to those words and so um what is it for you I mean I can talk about me but I know you know what the reward is for me and I think if you know what the reward is for you it will help you to set yourself up to always receive that feedback for instance 
me being in the classroom with these kids and seeing those faces light up, or we can we can use another example. Um, me being inside of these workshops and seeing these women's lives change forever, or being um, you know, on a short, you know, two minute video where I get a DM with you know feedback about how it's transformative. Like those things are intrinsically rewarding, not because they're like, oh, you're so amazing. No, 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 no. It's rewarding because I know what's about to transpire for you. I know what's about to unlock in that person's life. And, and it's, a, it's a level of awareness that they've never had before that they need for where they want to go. And that's what was given to me. So for me to be able to do that for other people is, is beyond words. I can't even describe it. But what is that thing for you? Again, going back to you, what is that thing that makes you tick? What is that thing that makes you want to impact the lives of others? What drives you? What do you not have to think about? And this is crazy, but think about what you don't have to think about. Meaning like for me, I have to make myself think about my statistics homework. Like that's not something I just randomly think about. It's not something that's burning on the inside of me. Well, when we take tests, those are burning on the inside of me because I'm wondering what I made. But you know, what is burning on the inside of you that you don't have to think about that in your free time when you pick up your phone and you're scrolling or you have tabs saved on your Pinterest or you talk to your friends about it or these friends are even in your life because you have this thing that's just recurrent and it never goes away it never bores you these are the intersections of purpose and these are the intersections of passion of your mission of the vocation because it's something that you can be paid for and most importantly it is what you will be like uniquely and like uniquely anointed and graced to impact others doing so that's why impact is so important again the question that i was asked by this prisoner was at what point did you know that you had the ability to impact people? And I didn't, I had to shift his question again because it wasn't so much when did I recognize. There wasn't one unique moment where a light bulb went off and the stage bright light shined on me and the sun came out and everything was perfect. And I was like, this is it. This is the moment that I've realized that I can impact the lives of other people. It wasn't like that. It was a gradual um, development of some gifts that are on the inside side of me and putting myself in situations that made me a little uncomfortable that made me a little bit afraid but I weathered through them and so there was a boldness and a certainty that was cultivated in me over time now your journey may be different your your journey may actually look just like mine but you haven't recognized what was churning and what was brewing and what was being watered and the soil being prepared for who you are or even for where you're going so I think it's also important for you to do like I did and take a look back take a look back on the impact that you've had take a look back on the experiences that you had and what was perhaps a common thread or theme throughout all of those experiences again for me it was leadership and it was communication it was the communication that allowed my leadership to be effective that caused the impact that was my impact formula so what's yours What's your impact formula? Because we need people like you for this world. We need people who are aware enough of who they are and what they have going on, who want to be better. And I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this podcast, you're listening for something that you can apply to your life. So you're you're already actively learning. You're already actively seeking. You're already taking control of what your mind diet is and what you're being fed and what you want to grow in and the areas that you're looking to apply. Um, new information, new knowledge, new wisdom. So 
So you're already like a lot more innovative and a lot more adept and self-aware than most people are. So because you're already ahead of the game and because you're already on a fast track to your personal successes, we need people like you who are intentional about impacting others. We need people like you who are intentional about going out of your way to see smiles, to see happiness, to see joy, to see life transformation in the lives of others. So use this as your confirmation. Use this as the confidence that you need. Use this as the affirmation that you need to know that you are already on the path that you need to be so that you can impact the lives of others. What you got to figure out is you got to figure out how that's going to happen. You got to figure out what tools you're going to use. You got to figure out what gifts inside of you you're going to use. You need to figure out what gifts inside of you need some development, need some training, whether it be technical training, whether it's educational training, whether it's a course or a seminar, um, an online thing, whatever it is that you need around the unique tool set that you have been gifted to, the what God has already put on the inside of you, you got to open that Pandora's box and ask yourself those hard questions. So again, if you need to go ahead and like listen to this podcast again, like let these questions rerun through your mind because if you do, and if you access the information, if you write it down, I mean, I wrote it down because obviously I was responding to a letter, but even if I wasn't, I would have sat down and wrote, wrote down some ideas that popped in my head when I was asked that question about impact. And once you do that, like you will see your life transform because you will start to put steps and measures in place so that you can impact the lives of others. And I use the the analogy of Martin Luther King, you know, he was able to gain mass national notoriety, but he, he had to start with one. And you know who the one was? He had to start with himself. He would not have been able to do anything that he did in this world if he wasn't first convinced of who he was, if he wasn't first convinced that he had a way and he had to do whatever possible or necessary to impact the lives of others. So he had to impact himself by by becoming Dr. Martin Luther King. That was an, a method that he did. He got, you know, solidified in his faith uh, with being a reverend. And there were different things educationally that he did. I think he ended up getting his doctorate. Um, or finishing college um, super young. Like, I think he was a teenager. I mean, we can go on and on and on to his biography, but less about him just as an example, but more about you as a living example right now because your day and your time is now. I'm sorry to inform you uh, if you think that you have all day or you think you have all year or you think you have the next 10 years because you do not. There are people who need what's on the inside of you right now. Like, there are people in this world who are waiting for you to rise in your kingdom right and understanding of who you are to do what you have been called and created to do. And I'm not saying that you have to launch forth now that you have to write the book by tomorrow. I'm not saying that you have to start the business within the next couple of minutes, but I do want you to be mindful that there are people who need what you have. As I mentioned in my earlier example, we live in a world that will always have need. You will never be in a world, you will never be in a place that does not have need. Now, now hear me with a grain of salt. What I mean is, is there are always some, there, there's always somebody somewhere that's less fortunate. There's all right, there's always somebody somewhere that could use your word of encouragement, your, your word of affirmation, um, your word of approval, that could use your assistance, that could use your expertise, that could 
can use your instruction, your communication, um, your leadership skills, whatever it is they need to get their end goal. You will always find somebody because you will put on this earth for other people, like not just for you. So I think that we have to keep this in mind when we think about impacting others because our lives matter. And and the impact, like I said, you, you may not, you know, have a mass audience. You may not, you may have a mass audience. You may not have, you know, um, a million followers on Facebook. It's not even possible right now, you know, um, but you also may have the impossible. With that being said, be faithful with where you are. Be faithful with who you are called to. Be faithful with the level of impact and influence that you have. Be faithful to the lives of those that are already around you treat those people with care treat those people with love treat those people with great compassion and great patience because you may not know what they're going through however because you are there and you are using your unique ability to impact their lives you may find out they may trust you with their vulnerabilities they may trust you with intimate space you know to know or to do the thing um that they need they they may rely on you they may lean on you and at that moment like whether it's a child whether it's an adult whether it's one person whether it's many per many people I only said persons, <laughs> whether it's many people, you have done what you were supposed to do, which is impact the lives of others. So again, like, let's think about this question. Let's let it meditate and use our mind because it's important. How can we impact the lives of others? What can we do to impact the lives of others? How and what tools will we use to impact the lives of others? What do we need to do to increase the impact that we're having? What's one extra step we can take in order to see the lives of someone else change for the better? Remember, change for the better. Change, we want a positive increase. We want um we want to see numbers go up in, in a positive way. You know, whatever area that applies to that you're in, you know, for some things you want a positive change is going down for instance if somebody's blood pressure is too high and you're a nurse a positive change is seeing that thing regulate back to its normal number or you know if you're diabetic seeing the uh, what is it called the a1c numbers um whatever area or field you're in we want to see positive change in the lives of others and to me that is the most simplistic and the best definition of impact that you have a quantitative measurable positive outcome in the life of someone else can you impact your own life absolutely but I just think it's most effective and it changes the world when we impact the lives of others and sometimes we do have to prepare ourselves you know some things that I want to go into um, even at this place that I'm in right now that I'm not quite ready for I have to make sure that I've done the work in me before I can do that work or be transformed for other people which is totally fine so identify where you are some of you guys have done the work you just haven't shared yourself you haven't given yourself you haven't poured yourself some of you guys don't know you're still kind of looking for the purpose component like well what's my passion what's my mission what's my vocation um and what is my uh passion mission vocation passion mission vocation i'm missing i'm missing another issue <laughs> that's funny but anyway the intersection of that critical place you know, how, how can you impact the lives of others? And I know that I probably asked that question 20 times in the past 20 minutes, but that's what I really wanted to drive home because that was so impactful for me. I mean, I literally still have the letter open because I had to sit and use my mind around that impact and what that impact looked like 
for me, to me, and what it needs to look like for the world. Because you could be positively impacting the lives of others, but not doing it in the way that you thought you were. You know, he went on to give me some other compliments about the ministry and things, but I was able to reflect like, okay, are not, you know, not am I eating this compliment up right now, but is what he's saying consistent with what I set out to do? Because remember, we want to ask the question, how do we want to impact the world? Not that the positive change isn't great, but you may not be moving in the direction or the avenue that you want to. So center yourself because you can be doing everything and not really accomplishing anything. And that's what I wanted to be sure with Pence of Prison as I carry like multiple roles throughout the organization. I don't want to be busy doing everything and not accomplishing the main mission of sharing life, hope, salvation, and prayers to those who are most often forgotten. So again, um... Think on this. Think on this. I mean, you know, write it down, put it in your journal, put it on a piece of paper. And even if you just write it down and stare at the question, I mean, I, I have it written down for me because I got it in a letter form. But um, I just said I've sat and stared at this question for a couple of days now and I finally just started formulating the answer. And so it may take you some time. Don't rush yourself because this is important. It's important to all of our futures. And remember, like I said, like the, we need you. The world needs you. I don't know that you don't have something that I need. And you don't know that I don't have something that you need. So we have to be our best, self, our best selves and make sure that we're impacting the lives of others. Okay? Okay. Well, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, again, please give me a like, a rating, a share, a review. Let me know what you think. Let me know how you feel. Leave me a voice message. Send me an email and let me know what's good. Um, I appreciate you so much for tuning in. Um, again, let's connect. Follow me. I'll follow you. I do follow back. <laughs> but until next time, guys, y'all go impact the world for the better. Peace, love, and hair grease.